As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot, is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yo, technology. What is it all about? Within six months of selling courses, I scaled it to six figures. And then within a year later, I scaled it to seven figures. That's annual. Uh, yeah. And so you say you've retired your mom. Yeah, yeah. That was a special moment. Hello and welcome to Danny in the Valley, your weekly dispatch from behind the scenes and inside the minds of the top people in tech. I am your host, Danny Fortson, coming to you live from Oakland, California, with the best and most interesting interviews from the world of technology, obviously. And this week is no different. Oh man, this is a fun one. A little change of pace for y'all. So this week we're talking about TikTok specifically because you know just the way the algorithm works you know we've talked about this before we've touched on it with various guests including most recently James Courier and it's just really interesting it's a, it's a very different beast to say Instagram Facebook etc who rely on the social graph which is basically feeding you stuff that is posted by your friends TikTok is more of like as Courier described it kind of high dopamine TV it studies you to an amazing degree, figures out very quickly what you like and just sends you more and more and more of that stuff. And the result is can be really powerful in terms of the things that get promoted, uh, the posts that go viral, etc., uh, and turns people into stars overnight. So anyway, I, I did a big piece for the paper last week on TikTok. And while I was researching, I came across a woman called Kat Norton, who has this just wild story, which is that on a lark... She started making videos about Microsoft Excel, because why not? You know, doing funny posts on, you know, and including like tips of how you do something, a different type of shortcut, whatever it may be. Um, anyhow, she went viral on TikTok. And then, to kind of fast forward to today, she quit her job a long time ago. She is now doing this full time. And at the age of 29, she is bringing in a healthy seven-figure income from her TikTok Excel business, which is just insane. Anyhow, I thought it was just a really interesting story, obviously just on its face, but also really illustrative of the power of the TikTok kind of platform, its algorithm, how it works. So I invited her on. Um, and that's what you're about to hear, just how Kat Norton, who was kind of, you know, just working a work-a-day job, started doing this thing, and now she's Miss XL making millions, dancing around, doing videos about Excel shortcuts. What a world we live in. Anyhow, that is this week's episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Like I said, I think it's just a really fascinating example 
of what happens when when you get swept up in the algorithm. So that is this week's show. I will now step aside and hand you over to my conversation with Kat Norton, better known as Miss Excel. Enjoy. So I want to have you on because I am fascinated by TikTok. And it's kind of so different from all the other social networks insofar as that, you know, you go on and it's just like so engaging. It's like, I did a big piece on it last night and the guy described it as like high dopamine TV, you know, because it's just like, yeah. and I think that's a pretty accurate description. Um, but you've like ridden this amazing wave and I just think, I just think it's a really interesting story. So I was wondering if you could just take me back to pre-Miss XL, what like, I don't know when this is, two years ago now? Yeah. Yeah. So going back two years, what are you doing and how does this all start? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll take you back. It was really around March of 2020 when things started to change for me. Oh, yeah. Pandemic time. And before this, I was working full time at a consulting firm doing securitization reviews for banks. That sounds really, really exciting. Oh, yes. It was thrilling. And every week I would fly to a different state and work with a new client. So basically for three and a half years of that, I was like heads down, traveling every week, just kind of like in the grind of it all. And then with the start of the pandemic, I stopped traveling for work full time and found myself back in my childhood bedroom at my parents' house full time. Which is where? New York. I was out on Long Island. Oh, wow. And I just started really questioning my life and was like, what, (laughs) what am I doing? What do I actually like to do? And I had a lot more time on my hands now that I wasn't traveling every week. So it'd be a lot of like airport time, travel time, whatnot. So now I was getting my work done pretty quick and I had this extra time. So I started just investing it in myself. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, read, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do all the good habits, you know? And I really got into meditating. And through that process and a bunch of just different types of inner work on myself, mm-hmm. I really started uncovering like why I am the way I am. And then I started essentially rewiring that for a more successful version of myself. So I was able to identify different habits that were holding me back and really kind of get to the root of them and clear them out. Like what? So I had a lot of anxiety growing up. Mm. I was really hated any attention on me, which people laugh now when they see what I do for a living. Yeah. And it's kind of just a testament to the work we could do on ourselves. But I had a pretty severe anxiety disorder my whole life. And it kind of translated by the time I got to corporate into really like low self-worth. I hated presenting. I just like, I had the imposter syndrome. I would never really raise my hand to like, unless I knew I was super correct in my answer. And I like saw this, like where I was kind of just putting this wall up of like where I could be. And I was just building this wall for myself, like keeping myself back. And through that process, I was really able to kind of go inward and be like, whoa, like, why am I doing that? It's really the only things that hold us back in life are the limits we put on ourselves. And I was just putting all these blocks on myself. So I really worked on myself like twice a day. It was like morning and night. I was doing all these different meditations and inner child work, shadow work, all these different things. And after two months, I cleared a lot out and I started just getting these business ideas and things. 
And I don't know if you want me to get into the full story of like how it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So now it's, I'd say it's like Mar, it's like May, June timeframe now. So I had just basically been in my room, cranking away, day job meditating, doing all these things. And it was April. I come out to my mom. This is just like kind of shows what was going on in my head. I had no business. I had no ideas at the time. I was just like in my room doing some weird things. And my mom, I come out and I'm like, mom, I'm going to be rich and famous soon. So I need you to prepare your nervous system for that. And she's like, Kathleen, go clean your room. What? Like she was just and we still laugh about it to this day because i've since retired my mom after building this for two years but it was just like really yeah but it was just one of those moments where i just like everything in me knew despite my current circumstances like 60 grand in student debt working out of my 12 by 12 room doing a bunch of meditations but i was like everything in me knew that something massive was about to hit So I'm on the phone with my best friend in uh, June of 2020 now, and we're like spitballing ideas of how I could take my Excel knowledge and do something with it and create some kind of side business. And so you have Excel knowledge because of the what you've been the securitization kind of work you've been doing of being a professional spreadsheet jockey. Yeah, it really it came in before that during my MBA Mm. program, it was all like data analytics based. And that's where I really fell in love with Excel. And then by the time I started in corporate, everyone was kind of giving me their Excel questions, they'd pull me onto jobs for Excel issues. Oh, so you were that person on Excel. Yeah, And you actually are not being facetious when you say you fell in love with Excel. (laughs) No, no. Uh, it, It was my it still is my favorite. It's like asking me to pick my favorite child when we talk about the Microsoft products, but I still, Excel's my favorite. And it really, like I, on the side of my day job too, I built out an Excel training program internally for the company. So I like, as a brand new little consultant, I was like taking tabs of the questions people would ask me and for fun, built out an Excel training. Someone looked right. over my shoulder and was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, you know, and they were like, you got to show that to someone. And then they backed me and had me flying around the country, hosting these Excel trainings on mm. the side of my day job for funsies. So now at this point, I'm trying to like take this and create more of an impact with it. I'm like, I got this knowledge in my head. Like, how can I get it out? Should I do like corporate trainings on the side? You know, I was like trying to think of like normal ish ideas that one would do with a skill set. And my friend was like, what if you put it on TikTok? And I was like, TikTok, I'm 27 with a corporate job. I can't just go dance on TikTok. But my gut was like, make the TikTok. And my brain was like, you cannot make a TikTok. But like, since I had done all that inner work at the time, I was feeling some type of way. Like if you would have told me to make a TikTok like two months prior to that, I would have been like, Hell no. But since I kind of was already in this spot where I was I was going for something, I was feeling powerful. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna try this. So I didn't even have the TikTok app on my phone at the time. Oh, okay. I had never opened it in my life. I was gonna say, I was wondering if you were already like a user, or if you're really into it. No. Like, right, 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 right. No, no. I was like I was very much on like streamlining my activities and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna read and I didn't realize all the educational content on TikTok Mm. and how powerful that can be. I just thought it was like people dancing and I was going to get sucked into my phone, you know? So I download the app and I start looking around and I'm like, is anybody else like making Excel content? And there wasn't anything going on. And I had this moment where I was like, whoa, 
Like maybe I should try something. And it was funny because when my friend said it, I got the vision of an Excel screen above my head and me dancing to the Toosie slide by Drake, that song left foot up, right foot slide, to the left and the right functions in Excel. And I was like, I don't even know how to video edit, but I'm just going to, you know, watch a YouTube video. I Googled, I still remember, easiest video editor. And this company, WeVideo, came up. And I watched a 40-minute YouTube video, learned how to video edit decently. And then I essentially, like, filmed both parts and got it together. And I looked at it. and was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So I filmed 10 more. And I released the first one. It was June 7th of 2020. So you filmed 10, but just to have like ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. You know, I'm, right. a, I'm a planner type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I put out the first one on June 7th and I started doing like one a day. And by the fourth video, it hits 100,000 views. And I was like, oh, so it's getting pushed to all these people I knew at work. I was right. like, oh my goodness. And then by my sixth video, the CEO of an IT company reaches out and is like, hey, I love your teaching style. I'm looking to create training videos in the G Suite products for students, parents, and teachers because this is when all the schools were starting to go digital uh, with the pandemic. Yes, 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 yes. And clearly I'm a Microsoft gal, but I really kind of understood the Google products at the time as well, and they're pretty similar. So I was like, you know what? I'll just touch up on them and I'll take this side hustle. So at this point, I'm working my day job, 40, 50 a week. And then I was doing the side hustle, another 10, 15 a week. And then at the same time, I was like, well, I'm not going to let Miss Excel drop. You know, I'll just keep creating content for that too. So it was a wild summer of 2020. It was like me in my childhood room. I moved the furniture out of the way. I bought a green screen, a ring light. I formed an LLC. And I started just cranking things out of my bedroom. I had people be like, what the hell is she doing in there? And I'm just like right. talking to myself on the camera, you know? And I started just busting out this content. And around, I think it was week three or four, I had my first video go viral on TikTok, which I think it hit like 3.7 million views in a day wow. or two. And I looked down at my phone, which was the craziest, like, if you saw my social media before this, like, I was not an influencer type at all. And I'm looking at my phone and the level of notifications I've never seen in my life. Like, Mm. every time I was pulling down on my screen, it was like 15 more followers, 15 more followers, like every second. And I was like, what's happening? And the dust settled. And it grew 100,000 people. And I was like, oh my gosh. So at this point, everything's going on in the news about TikTok though. And it's like, TikTok's going to get banned in the US and all that jazz. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was, that was yeah, Trump forcing them to sell. Yeah. Yeah. So all that's going down. And I have all these, you know, people being like, oh, good luck with TikTok. Like it's about to go away. And I'm like, okay. So I create an Instagram to hedge my risk there. And only 2,000 people out of the 100,000 actually pulled over. Wow. So I was like, all right, I got to go viral on Instagram. So that was right around the time when Instagram reels had come out. So I started posting my TikToks because I edit everything off the app. So it's one of the pro tips to repurpose. And I started putting them out as reels. And then within a few weeks, it went viral on Instagram as well, grew like 50,000 in a week. And I started just kind of managing both accounts. So now a few months go by, things are happening, like opportunities are coming up, just like little things are happening. And around October, November, people were asking for a course. And I was like, I want to be able to help people more than I can in a 15 second video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I took two weeks off from my day job and I filmed the most 
fun, creative, engaging Excel course I could possibly think of. I was like pulling out every stuff I had and I filmed a hundred training videos. A hundred Excel training videos in two weeks. In my courses, yes. And then I edited all 100. Mm. And I started selling them Black Friday of 2020. And by January of 2021, the passive income from the course sales was more than I was making each month at my day job. And at that point, I was like, okay, I got to reprioritize over here. I was giving like 40 hours a week to my day job. Miss Excel takes me like 10, 15. Mm. And I'm making just as much money over there. And I'm actually helping a ton of people. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I'm going to quit my job. And I've never quitted a job before. I had interned at this company. I actually genuinely loved the company so much and the people there. And I was really like happy at my job. I was yeah. like, one of the, I was just always pretty happy with it. But I, I loved this more. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to take that bet on me. And I had a bunch of boomers in my life being like, well, what are you doing over there? Uh, quitting your job, you know, uh, 401k benefits, health insurance. What are you going to do? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, mom. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm taking yeah. that bet on me. And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this up so big. Like I'm not gonna be sitting here like wallowing about health insurance. And so I just it's so wild because it's just so different from the way I grew up and the way I was for the first like 25 years of my life that I would do something like this. Mm. But I called up my boss and I quit my job. And then so February 1st was my first full day as an entrepreneur. My company that I work for was so supportive. They've actually hired me back as a vendor. So I now teach Excel there. Yeah. And I do lots of corporate trainings and things now. And so it was awesome. And then I really went into like scaling mode. So at that point, I'm like, okay, these courses are going, but like, what can I do here? So. And the courses sell for like a few hundred, 500, 600, 700 bucks or something like that. So yeah, so my Excel courses are two ninety seven. It's three ninety seven for an advance, and then I also have you know PowerPoint, Word, Outlook, OneNote, Teams, Google Sheets. So I bundle them up together to right, give like right, larger right. discounts on them. Right. My largest, my highest ticket item is nine ninety seven for the complete Microsoft gotcha. Office suite. Right, right. So I built out nine more courses over a few months and just really like dove into it, still created the 100 videos, edited everything myself, was just kind of in the zone with it. For me, creating courses is kind of like an art form. Like it's my form of art and creative expression. And so I really just like take pride in like actually building them and understanding all the parts and how they work. And then by April of 2020, as 2021 rather, I started doing webinars. So essentially mm. these large scale free Excel trainings where if someone wants to continue learning with me at the end, I give them a large discount. Right, right. And that is what really started scaling the business shortly after that. Where were you doing the webinars? Was it on YouTube or something? Or Webinar Jam is the platform I use because it can hold a jam. lot of people. Yes. Right, right, right. It's right. great. I absolutely love them. And because I would have like 5,000 people sign up for each one. So I needed a platform. That Who was knew that the world needed so much Excel help? Uh, yeah, it is. a. I believe there's a billion Excel users around the world. And my following, I have like right. a little over a million across the platforms. And that's just barely tapping the surface. There's, wow. there's a lot to go on here. So I started doing the webinars and really scaling things. And that's how the business scaled so quickly. The train is now approaching. Junction at platform. Passengers, airport, please stay on board. 
Next stop, Road Station. iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And so, without being too crass, let's go back to when you started like posting the videos. I mean, how much have you brought in? thus far or can you say or give a sense yeah so i don't give the exact numbers but just for benchmarks so within six months of selling courses i scaled it to six figures and then within a year later i scaled it to seven figures that's annual uh yeah and so you say you've retired your mom yeah yeah that was a special moment what did she do or what what's she doing now (laughs) she was a medical receptionist at a doctor's office and she has been working her tail off for the last 15 years there and she was miserable. And I came home. It was a few months ago. I think it was in like March. And I looked at her and I was like, you don't have to do this anymore. And she was like, what? And I was like, I need you to go quit your job tomorrow. And she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, it- it's time, mom. And so she like, I I know it took like every ounce of her to do it too. Because it was like, it-, it was so like ingrained in her, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. to like, good head up, good work, do this. And I just I saw her like consciousness just like cracking open. She was like, what? And uh, it's been just the most special thing to be able to have so much more time with her. Like I fly her out to her house in Sedona now and she just like stays with us for a while. And it's been just so nice seeing her happy. That's cool. So where are you now? You're in Sedona? Yeah. So we just bought our dream house here. It is March 31st. We closed on her. So you've bought a house, your dream house, you and you've retired your mom by making Excel videos. Yes. On TikTok. Yes. <laughs> that is wild. One thing I'm interested in, you know, because there's a lot of people are trying to kind of chasing this, what you what you have accomplished in many, many different forms, whether it's, you know, music, art, whatever it may be. Do you have a sense of what kind of what gets you swept up into the algorithm? What makes things go viral? What works? Because I think that's a really interesting because it's like this black box, but it's like it feels like if the algorithm plucks you up, it's like you're all of a sudden just riding this massive wave. Yeah. I mean, for me, the things that I've found first off is authenticity. So doing things that actually feel good for you. So for example, a lot of people hate dancing. They get Mm. on TikTok. They're like, I have to dance. My answer is you don't have to dance. Like I made a list of the things I loved and was like, I love helping people. I love Excel and I love dancing. And that's like my top three things. Like people in college are like, oh, she's always dancing. Like That's like my jam. So for me, it was just like a natural marriage of the different topics where 
if people people can sense if you're like forcing something, you know, yeah. so it's really important first off to just do things and combine things that are authentic to you. Like I was like, what's my dream job when I was going through that whole process? I'm like, what are what are all the things I actually like to do? And I wrote down those three things. And I was like, well, good luck finding a job doing dancing and excel and helping people, you know, but then I created my job out of it. And it was just like all the things I love. Number two, I would say is polarity. So having like a healthy sense of polarity. And by that, I mean, for example, if I had just posted an Excel screen video, people who don't use Excel would have just swept on by and be like, oh, I don't use that, you know, boring, whatever. And since I combined two things that were traditionally not combinable, dancing and Excel, it created conversation. So even people who, you know, hated the video or people who were like, what the heck is this girl doing? You know, like they would comment on it, which would push it through the algorithm. So you didn't only have the people who loved it and like the people who hated it. You had like those people in between too, who were just kind of like, what is going on? And that really helped get it off the algorithm initially. And lastly, I'd say is really creativity. So having something like some kind of uniqueness to it, that's different than what's going on out there. Like first off, like when I started, there was no Excel content that I could yeah. find. So that was like one thing, but then also combining dancing in Excel was just like unheard of at the time. So like really like tapping into your own authenticity to find your own creative spin, which in, then in turn creates that polarity of combining of the topics I've seen do really well. How often is it the case where you're like, oh yeah, this one's going to just go like crazy. And then it's just like crickets. Or the reverse of like, well, this one's okay, but then all of a sudden it goes viral. I mean, is there, is there a predictability to it? Yeah, I mean, that does happen. There's always ones that flop, like one all of a sudden, like two hours editing and it just goes meow. Yeah. But then usually the ones that really go, I get this like lightning bolt sensation. Like mm. I've had times where it's like six o'clock in the morning and I like dive out of bed because all of a sudden the song, the video, that like the things just hit me and I run and I make it and that's the one that goes viral. So it was really, I spent a lot of time reverse engineering myself and trying to figure out how'd I do that? What just right. happened? Yeah, yeah, how'd yeah. I get the yeah. idea? You know, because that's, that's the thing. Like we need to keep going viral on these platforms. So really going in and kind of like, figuring out what works, what doesn't. And that's all trial and error. You know, like I kind of went back through my content. I was like, all right, what works? What doesn't work? What does people like? What don't they like? You know? Is this sustainable? Because as you say, it's like, I mean, we've written, I've written a lot about stories about influencers of different kinds on social media. And it does feel like you have to constantly kind of feed the beast. You know, yeah. like it's like this, the scroll is never satiated. You always have to give more. I think it just depends how you look at it though, too. Like for me, it was starting to get to be a lot to be posting all the time now combined with like, I do a lot of appearances and podcasts and press things. And like, it's just like a lot going on and meetings and corporate trainings. So for me, I actually am in the process of hiring a video editor, which will mm. then take half that work off my plate in terms right. of editing the content. So I could double production and just kind of stay more in my zone of genius, which is really how I ran my business and scaled it without having overhead. So my overhead is like less than 20,000 a month with employees and people that I support now. And it's really just like being able to go in there and wear all the hats at first and then slowly like take them take off them and off, put right. them on people. Yeah, that method really worked for me. So I was scrappy in the beginning and I love that like if things happen, I can still dive in there. Like for example, it was 10 o'clock on a Friday night and I needed to change 10 videos. 
who am I going to call for help? I was like, thank goodness. I know how to do all this. And I just wailed through it myself, you know, but like times like that, I'm like, I'm grateful that I've done everything, but now I'm starting to really value my time as well and be like, okay, you know, I don't want to be working a ton of hours. So I started just like peeling off hats. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, is there a, um, a master plan going forward or is it more just kind of just continuing to kind of build on TikTok and and Instagram and just kind of, or is there like a a longer term plan? Because as you say, this feels like TikTok and Instagram are a feed for your actual course business. Is there like a next chapter? It's honestly hard to tell because like all the things that have happened to me so far, I couldn't have even predicted like Mm. the opportunities that come through. And like every day I open my inbox and there's intriguing things in there that could completely shift my life and partnerships and campaigns and things going on. So really, I'd say just main thing is staying true to myself and continuing to do what feels good and what lights me up. And like right now it is scaling this, growing this, helping millions of people and just continuing to build the brand and then until you know other things come my way like yeah. i've had um a lot of people have been asking for like business coaching type opportunities and things like that i was named a forbes top influencer so people were like how'd you do that how'd you build that like how do you run a business so that might be something i create because people have been asking for it and i want to kind of get the knowledge out of my head and into something that can actually serve people so that's something i'll probably work on soon and Really, though, just getting Miss Excel into this like well-oiled machine. Mm. Like that's my first priority is making sure it's good and like just so scalable before I like start adding in more and more products to the mix. How much negativity is there? I mean, you know, social media is famously in many aspects of it, a total dumpster fire of horrendous people. How much of that do you get? It's honestly not that bad. It was probably a little worse at first, but it's really like... Thank goodness I got myself to a place where I could hold that. And that's something I recommend if someone's like on the edge about starting on social media, work on yourself first. So those things just roll off because it will destroy you if you do not like go in there and have that baseline. Like, especially right when you start out, it's going through the algorithm. You just get a ton of negative comments. But I was like, okay, Joe with 12 followers telling me to stop dancing. I'm going to do that. You know, like it got to this point where they all just seem so ridiculous to me because I know who I am and I Mm. have my self-worth in check. So like I'm able to just blast off fully and authentically without that layer of like, oh, but haters are going to say this. Like, I don't, I don't care. So like really being able to go in there and just full blast is what has allowed things to just grow so quickly versus being like this weird jaded child myself where I was like, oh, you know, I'd post that, but that would piss off these people and, you know, things like that. Like really just having that layer first is so important, especially being on the other side of like having gotten so much negative feedback just because everything that we do creates polarity. Like we live on a polarity planet. So people will always love you. People will always hate you and people will always be in between. And the bigger you grow, the more each pool of people grows. And that's just something I've had to like learn to accept because I grew up very much a people pleaser. So I had to throw mm. those throw those things out the door because you can't, you can't please everybody. Yeah. And just lastly, in terms of like, you know, you're saying when you started, it was kind of like a desert in terms of Excel content, which on the face of it is not at all surprising because it's not like, yeah, I'm going to make my viral <laughs> office product video. But I imagine the world looks different now. I don't know. I mean, are there lots of copycats? And is there like, is there a new area where it's like, it was Excel last year, but now it's like, 
Man, those Gmail tutorials are really taking off or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's actually, we have an incredible community of Excel creators now that Microsoft actually built a creators community around us to support us, which has been super helpful and amazing. So now, yeah, everyone's super nice. We all support each other. Mm. And I'd say there's, I want to say like 20, 30, maybe 40 of us now in this squad of people building out Excel content, Microsoft content. It's been awesome. Wow. Is Microsoft unique in that sense? Or there is it like, oh, the Google team is kind of building up communities and I was going to say, who, who else would there be? It's kind of Microsoft yeah. and Google. I don't know who else it would be. But are, are the companies kind of getting involved beyond Microsoft? I mean, I'm not entirely sure on the Google side because I kind of just stay in Microsoft land. Right. But I'm sure they're probably creating some things because there are definitely some Google Sheets like focused creators as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when's the next video going up oh who knows probably sometime this week i created a bunch of different videos over the weekend that i need to still edit so that's something so what is it yeah what is the cadence like how often are you putting up a new video it really depends on like my schedule and when i really feel called to i don't put any pressure on myself that's like oh you have to post like yeah. i just kind of view everything from this lens of abundance and it's like for example like i didn't post for a week and then i posted the other day and it hit You know, it's just, it's not as much like, obviously, like statistically, your chances will be higher if you post every day, you know, but it's really, for me, I just kind of prioritize myself, my life, my well-being and kind of just, that's why I became an entrepreneur is because I didn't want to work for someone. I wanted to create the life that I wanted to live. So I make sure that I keep the business in a spot where it doesn't, you know, overrun my life and make me miserable where I keep it in a spot where it's like, oh, this is lovely and my life is lovely. So it's really like sometimes I'm in the zone and I'm just like posting out content every day. And then other times I'm like, oh, once a week. And then other times I'm every other day. It really just depends on like, what I got going on. But I think with the video editor, we will we'll crank things up a bit. Right. And why Sedona? Oh, Sedona. Sedona is just, it's the most magical place. Like I spent 16 months as a digital nomad right around when I started the business. So I ran most of it. The first few months out of my childhood bedroom is where I got it off the ground. And then October of 2020, I went out to Sedona for a month. Hmm. And I was like, let's be rebellious. Like my boyfriend and I were both in our parents' houses. And I'm like, let's just do something. Let's just go live in Sedona for a month. And we fell in love with it. And I'm like, okay, like let's let's keep going. Let's keep traveling. So we did um, California, Austin, Texas, Miami. I lived in Hawaii for a couple months, all over Arizona. And really everywhere I went, I was like, this is not Sedona. I was like crying on the beaches of Hawaii that Mm. I miss Sedona. And I was like, this is just so interesting. So for me, it's really like the one place where I'm so grounded because most of what I do is very digital and it's like large scale. There's usually a lot of attention on me, a lot of energy being thrown at me. So like for me to be somewhere that's so calm in the mountains and the Mm. red rocks and just grounding is so good for my nervous system. Like when I live in cities, sometimes like my eyes start twitching, I'm shaky, I'm glitching, I'm having panic attacks because there's just too much. Where for me, like being out here and then being able to scale a business out of a place where I'm so calm is what really just keeps me so centered. Living the dream. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's a a fascinating story. And yeah, I just think it's a really interesting example of kind of when things work, the power of these platforms to kind of just blast an idea or content or creativity out for, for the world to see. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. No, thank you so much. 
And that is all the time we have. I want to thank Kat for taking the time. I want to thank you all for listening and for the ratings and for the reviews and for the tips and for just generally the support. Appreciate you. Love you all. We'll be back next week. I got another actually really good one coming up. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but it's a really interesting um, interview. I think you really enjoy it. So that is it for me this week. I won't be writing about TikTok this week. I'll be writing about, I'm not sure what yet, but um, do pick up the paper or check it out online at thetimes.co.uk. Uh, you can also find me on the Twitters at Danny Fortson. Email me danny.fortson at sunday-times.co.uk. And that is it. Have a fabulous weekend. Be well. Stay safe. Stay sane. I know COVID is on its way back again. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And talk to you next week. Bye-bye. The train is now approaching. Junction at platform... iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.